0: What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to Spot Callers, the show where we take you off the beaten path of all of the latest and greatest of pro wrestling. I'm Justin, here with Cyrus, and we have a special uh, listener request episode. This is long overdue uh, in a lot of ways, but uh, we finally got around to it. Uh, do you know who, who requested this episode? Uh,
1: I'm looking at it right now. I think it's... Uh, I think... It- that kid, Gavin, it's either him
0: or... Uh... Oh, Galvin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I was about to say, uh, I thought it was like Portland Prophet, but not, uh, not Ga- uh, Gavin. Do
0: they know each other? Do, do, does no,
1: or... no, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> but Portland isn't like that big.
1: Oh, is he from Portland too? I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> I thought so. I thought Galvin was from from Portland too. Maybe I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm fucking up. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But thank you, Galvin, for the request a uh, longtime listener of a lot of our rnc shows and a longtime follower of my of myself and cyrus and a uh, really great guy uh to, today we're going to be reviewing uh lucha underground Ultima lucha uh one part two so this was a two week yeah. event yeah. on uh lucha underground in their first year uh we're, we're gonna go all the way back we're not that far back right like how old were you when, yeah. when this came out? Ultima like he <laughs> You were like twelve, uh, right? It was it wasn't it, was oh, <laughs> it was in 2015. Oh, chill out. It was in twenty fifteen. Twenty
1: fifteen I just turned uh I just turned eighteen.
0: Yeah, it is it's the it is the five year anniversary. And speaking of <laughs> you just turned, you you just had a birthday pass, so happy birthday Cyrus. Yeah. Uh
1: I just turned uh twenty four, uh twenty-four
0: now. Yeah.
1: Jesus sure time flies damn yeah time flies like a motherfucker holy shit
0: yeah time time is is definitely uh going crazy and and you're getting old and welcome to the you're halfway there mark
1: (laughs) i was i was 18 when i first saw lucha underground now i'm 24 Yo, what? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And, and just think of like a lot of the people that we'll be talking about on this show. It's always funny to watch these old shows with you, especially like ROH shows and stuff like that, but just to see mm-hmm. where people are in their specific uh, specific pr- promotions, if they're even still wrestling anymore, if they're even still around. Uh, we'll yeah. be touching on a lot of that. Of course, if you're not familiar with Gucci Underground, uh, it was a professional wrestling TV show that aired on the L-Ray network I believe Robert Rodriguez uh the guy who directed like machete and all the other stuff he had uh kind of put in on this on this network is it still around i i don't know many people the that El Rey had network? it yeah i i had yeah um cuz i know it came on uno uh, unimas and and i used to catch i mean you know not i'm not going to be getting in too much trouble i caught this show always like on tube sites and and
1: oh yeah um, I I I uh my mom didn't cut the cable yet, so we like still had it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, oh, L Ray Network. And I was just like, okay, I'll like look for it. Oh, couldn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the internet, I went. Yeah, and then, exactly. Uh, and then eventually it got on Netflix, and uh, I watched I watched a lot of season two on Netflix. I never got to finish it though, but I yeah. think. Watching this pay-per-view, it put me back in it. I was just like, oh, I have to watch Lucha Underground again.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a really interesting uh, show, and, and especially on the network. It is still around, by the way. But um, especially on the network that, you know, kind of needed a lot of original programming at the time. This was the first thing they went for. There's no wrestling programming there now. Of course, Lucha Underground. I don't know if it, like, went under uh, or, or just saying, like, you know, we can't say it's canceled. Uh, like yeah, it's Vampir- it's in a weird limbo. It's it's not. I mean, Vampiro said I, I looked up an interview, Vampiro said that the the, the writers are, are like done. Uh they left, the production crew was gone. He basically said the company split up and he said that it was like discontinued, so it's just not coming back. Ooh. So it it's definitely That's like it's weird. <laughs> there 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 was definitely like and, and again like you know, you want to talk about, like, the AEWs and uh, all the other stuff. Like, it, it was kind of, like, showing. And, and of course, it's, it's not going to be anywhere near, or at the time even, it wasn't anywhere near WWE, but it was it was an alternative. And it was yes. something that we, we did not have um, at, th- at that time. And, you know, it's, now it's gone. I mean, I, I think 90% of that roster or, like, at least 80 to 75% of that roster is in AEW now. And are mm-hmm. very select few are in WWE, and you yeah, know very select
1: few still wrestle. Yeah, um, we, yeah, we talked about it last night, and I was just like, "Huh, I wonder who, like if Big Rick is still wrestling." And I'm just on his cage match. He he had his last match in October, uh, of 2015.
0: Right. Wow. So he ended right not too long after this show aired. Mm-hmm. This aired in uh, Ultimate Lucha aired in July. It was the ending of the first season, and uh, he was done shortly after that. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people have come through uh, Lucha Underground. I mean, of course, you have the the Lucha Brothers. You have uh, Phoenix and Pentagon. Uh, who he, he's a L Zero now. That was his uh, American American name, right? Yeah. Uh, you you had Rey Mysterio was there as well. Like a lot of people came through uh, Johnny Mundo or who is now again Johnny Nitro. Um, you had uh, A R Fox. You had who who was Killshot, Shot? I believe that was his name. This? No uh or was he separate? No. Uh
1: Killshot is um Isaiah Soros, Scott in
0: NXT. Oh yeah, 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 Sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm bugging. That, um, and then was...
1: King Cuerno, who is uh now uh Santino Escobar.
0: Yes, yes. He actually sued uh Lucha Underground. Oh, for real? Yeah, he did. Did he win? Did he win that? <laughs> um he's he the, he signed them because of that weird um that, that really weird contract that he uh oh, okay. that that he had he said that he said that his uh, his his lucha underground contract restricted him from working uh, other companies while under contract and they only paid per episode there so he said he gets he was paid less than $1000 per appearance and some of the cast only earned 4000 a year from the show and he said that he, he it was a you know he had filed a class action lawsuit, meaning there was more than one person on there. Uh Eva Le- Evilise Joy Ryan <laughs> Joy Ryan and uh, Melissa Cervantes, they joined him <laughs> on the class action lawsuit to invalidate that uh, that contract. And on twenty in on in twenty nineteen, all of them had been settled, which I'm guessing that's why right after that he signed with WWE. I know that they wanted they wanted him mm-hmm. for a while, but uh, that is actually kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, and then just looking at everybody else, that's uh, just on this night, period. Uh, Sexy Star no longer wrestles. Big Rick no longer wrestles. Like, Jack Evans, AEW, and then a lot of these other guys uh, that are here, they just wrestle in, uh, I think, uh, AAA. Uh, Lucha Underground got a lot of their guys from AAA.
0: Right, yeah, and, and it completely made sense. Uh,
1: yeah, and then, like, it really sucks that, like, King Cuerno or uh, Centeno Escobar or... uh what was his name before that?
0: Uh El Hio El Del Fantasma.
1: Yeah, like it's such that he couldn't like do stuff in triple A because like he does have that legacy behind him and like Lucha Underground really had like a ball and chain on him.
0: Yeah. And, and a lot of them did. Um I I remember you know that whenever there is a, an alternative, people always take it up to ten and they're like, okay, this is gonna kill WWE. Um I remember that <laughs> being a, a, a big thing. Well, not like a big thing, but it was like less of less of a huge thing said about Lucha Underground because no one knew what it was. And I think when mm-hmm. people finally saw that first uh, episode, it was like, holy shit, it's episodic. It's completely different. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> they, they turn it up to 11. And I remember just like watching this show. It made me just remember like all the good, like all the like really cool stuff that like Lucha Underground like really did. And I'm surprised not a lot of people are like taking
0: yeah for sure um it 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 really was again like when I saw it the the production value everything about it like the the even the acting you know it was kind of like really really good and it felt like a telenovela uh and also like Um, a a wrestling show proper
1: Dario Cueto or uh whatever his actor name is like that's he's like a legitimate actor like I saw him on uh I saw a clip of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I saw him there, and I was just like, "Wait, huh?"
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and he,
1: he did a really good job.
0: Absolutely, it it really like it it really you know. He he was like the heart of the whole thing, you know. Yeah. And, and I and I thought that he he really carried a lot of it. But I think like even when Ray got there, he he made a difference. Like I was really big on on this. Uh, first two seasons, and then from there, I was like, I was, I watched scattered episodes.
1: Uh, I, I watched like a little bit of season two. I don't think I ever finished it, but like the last match that I remember watching, uh, in Lucha Underground was Neil Mortez versus like Dario Cueto's like brother, or like the monster hit that he had locked up. Mm-hmm. That's like the last match I remember watching.
0: What was the last match I remember watching? I always wanted to catch the Killshot AR Fox match, and I and I know I, I said that while we were watching. This. I thought that this Ultimate Lucha was that one, and I would love to go back and watch that. Um, but watch it under the under the the guys of the Spot Callers banner. So maybe we go back and watch that uh, later this yeah, year. Yeah, for
1: sure. Uh, I'm like, you know, to re to watch the show or rewatch the show. It was available free on like uh Two B TV. Uh, do you? bi tv like it was all free so like i'm definitely gonna be abusing that <laughs> and then just watching the whole first season over again or like as many episodes that they have available for free
0: right because
1: um, like luciana man really sucks that it's dead but like honestly they lost
0: a there, lot of their they lost there would a lot have of been no one ones, yeah there, there would yeah. have been no one and these guys weren't getting paid and um you know when, when all of that came out you know how much they were getting paid and what the actual contracts were there there was going to be very little that they could do to pay these guys what a WWE or a AEW would pay like i'm pretty sure even even with what he's making in NXT even if that's on the lower end of like an NXT contract he's probably making way more a year than he ever would have in ult and uh lucha underground
1: yeah and it's not per appearance yeah, uh, yeah. which that's super shitty
0: yeah um, very shitty um, but let's get into it. Ultimate Lucha One, uh, that is Spanish for last fight. Uh it, <laughs> it is the basically season finale of Lucha Underground season one. Uh the first part, first part was was aired uh the week before on the 29th, and the two-hour final, which w- was what we watched, aired the uh the week after that on August 5th. So we're nearly at the five-year anniversary for that. Um a lot of stuff, a lot of storylines converge here. I, do you want to te- like get into the storylines? I'm not, I was, I completely forgot a lot of these and there's Man. not a lot of catch up. There's not a lot of catch up here.
1: This is all, all I can really like piece together. Watching this whole show, like, cause like watching the show, I was just like, my brain is like working, trying to remember everything. Yeah. And all I remember is the Pentagon. Uh, I remember the Pentagon junior stuff, how some of the people got into the seven way. Um, and the, uh, the Lucha Underground title match and like what kind of led up to that because uh I mil Mortez is my shit, man.
0: He's he's Probably so great. Like, fire. <laughs> and and we will sing his praises in the main event uh on this show. Uh I I think where we're applicable will <laughs> we'll because we'll, I know people are gonna be yelling at us through the screen, but I'll try and put in some background based upon what Matt Stryker and uh and his is what what's the guy's name? the other guy uh
1: michael i cannot pronounce his last name (laughs) i'm not even gonna try but i i believe he is a a boxing announcer, uh like a mexican boxing announcer and he crushes it man
0: he's He's really good because because, uh striker is very bad
1: yeah i don't remember matt striker being that awful
0: oh Um, he's terrible and we're going to talk about it. It's, it's, I think I think a good chunk of all of our spot colors episodes is talking about how terrible the commentary is. I think yeah, that is, I know, commentary
1: is super important to me. Yeah.
0: It, <laughs> like it, it's, it's a big uh,
1: but. I think uh, I think Matt Striker does well for the Zeromero Zero uh the Cerro match, but like after that, boy, that man is some poop, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into. The first match, uh, I I I put on my notes here. Oh God, match striker was my first note. Uh, I uh, forgot to
1: take notes, but I
0: remember. First first match, uh, Johnny Mundo versus Alberto Patron. Um, It was very tough, very very tough to watch this match. I'm going to be completely honest with you, uh, considering uh, the Rio slash Patron's recent arrest uh, a couple of months ago. I'm pretty sure you guys can Google what happened. Very, very... Not awful. a good guy. Yeah, not a, <laughs> not a good thing. I'm sorry I had to skip this one. I, I couldn't do it. It, it was too much. Um,
1: I, I watched it, and I will say I am I cannot even sing his praises for this match because he's not the good part of this match. So, like, <laughs> dunk on his ass all I like. But um, <laughs> really, in during this whole match, I was just like thinking about how great Johnny Mundo is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think immediately after I watched the show, I watched that Iron Man match that he had with Prince Puma. But um, this uh, Johnny Mundo is great. Uh, I don't think I ever like, I don't think there's a, a Alberto uh, Del Rio or El Patron match that I enjoy. Uh, so, that was easy to like <laughs> really ignore. And then I'm not particularly too big of the finish here where Molina comes out and uh, helps Johnny Mundo cheat. And I don't, I forgot where it goes after this because I don't even think uh, Alberto Del Rio shows up after this match.
0: Does he not? Uh, I oh, actually,
1: he. I don't know if he makes another appearance. He, after did, this.
0: he didn't. He didn't. Um, he went back to WWE after this. He vacated. He vacated the uh, AAA title um, a little bit before that because he showed back up at WWE in October, and he and he came back for that set that next run with the US title against Cena. That's what happened. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> kind of. Uh, I didn't like. I wasn't periodically watching like WWE stuff like to like probably 2016 or like Survivor Series of that year. Um,
0: so you missed. So you missed a. You missed a pretty awful yeah. Del Rio turn where he was. <laughs> in, he was in the League of Nations uh, with Sheamus, Rusev, and uh, uh, was it Wade Barrett? I think it was Wade Barrett. Yes. Was in that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he joined that stable not too long after. I think he fizzled out pretty quickly due to a lot of um, a lot of you know backstage stuff. I think he had slapped a social media guy a couple months after he had came back. Uh, or what yeah, yeah, he slapped the social media guy and read up on this because they went crazy on him. Like, he slapped the guy, I think WWE actually published a story about it with a quote from Triple H actually calling him out like publicly by name. Wow, right? It, 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 <laughs> it is, it is, it was a really, really like weird time for him. And then also, this is before um, they were thinking of bringing Paige back as well. So it, there was a lot going oh, okay. on at, at that point, but um yeah, he, he didn't stay in WWE that long after this as well. Um Of course the post-match here, which I did catch uh, Molina does return Patron got his heat back from losing the match uh, by beating Johnny up some more. And then Patrone spanks Molina, which means that which, which means that Matt striker has to say that he loves seeing it and he can't, he, he yeah. like, it was going to be on his mind or some shit. Like, no, for, you know, uh, like
1: he said, I'm, I'm gonna run that back of my DVR. I don't know how many times, and yeah. I was just like, "This man just went full Mark, br- <laughs>
0: Yeah, full horn man, full horn man." Your man.
1: mic is on, brother.
0: Jesus Christ! Uh, but yeah, uh, some shit happens. There's a story part. <laughs> I put the notes yeah. like some shit happens. It's it is hard in a vacuum to like watch this without the context of the rest of the 37 episodes that, that preceded it. Um, yeah. But there was a who was the, the the I you know what I didn't know, well, not not that I didn't know, but I didn't remember that EO was wasn't EO here too? Uh, Io Shirai
1: and all the Stardom girls they came I believe like season three.
0: Oh, yeah, Every
1: every everybody always talks about their time in Lucha Underground when they just came out as badasses. It was uh Io Shirai, Mayu, uh, Wantanai, uh, and uh. Kyrie saying, uh, man, they was tearing they was tearing shit up.
0: <laughs> I did not, I I completely I was like, holy shit, I didn't know I didn't know Eo and Kyrie were here. Um, I would love to go back and, and check out see, season three, bro. Like that's something I would oh yeah, definitely like fuck with. But um, yeah, that happens. Some shit happens. There's somebody in a prison. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, that girl, uh that that's where the movie storyline is like going on where there's like a war in Mexico um, that Chavo Guerrero sort, sort of started. And that was kind of like their way to get all the triple A guys to come in yeah. by like having this like war in Mexico or whatever. And then uh, dragon Azteca dies for some reason, like the girl kills him and I'm just like, uh, ah. I forgot how this shit go. <laughs> and then uh, I know Rey Mysterio gets involved at some point as well. Well, he appears
0: uh, at the end of this. At the end of this uh yeah, yeah, yeah. This show, I believe. Um, next match: Pentagon Jr. versus Vampiro in a Seattle middle match. No DQ stip here. It's Pentagon Jr. is looking to make Vampiro pay for stopping him from sacrificing Sexy Star to his master. I, I think that Vampiro should have just let him do it. <laughs> i think that i think Pentagon knew something that that we didn't know all
1: right <laughs> come on uh
0: really really cool entrance here from from vampiro uh you know as we all know he was in wcw uh, a lot of people didn't consider him very great there uh but he did make his living doing death matches and on the you know the mexico circuit uh and all overseas he, he was definitely a, a major 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 uh wrestler yeah. you know, overseas uh but you know it, it's been years since he had wrestled at this point and uh he, he was he was looking the worst for wear he, he he'd gone through a lot you could tell yeah neck, uh, sur-
1: neck surgeries uh and then just you know standard stuff that comes with being a deathmatch wrestler
0: <laughs> exactly um from the beginning pentagon slams vampiro onto the concrete uh leading to a really nice commercial break <laughs> I it, was very <laughs> nice. It, was, it was very nice uh this is a match that more than any you start to notice the cuts um, yeah. There are a lot of cuts here, and I think they're not cuts for uh, botches. I think it's cuts for speed and cuts for uh, pretty much brevity. Because, I, I mean, it's it's not a surprise Vampiro is pretty old at this point. Um, mm-hmm. He can't go as fast as he can, or he used to. But you can notice, you can definitely notice some of these cuts are, are very, like, uh, no pun intended, cut rate. Because they're, like, <laughs> he, he gets out of the stretcher and he's in the ring within two seconds. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, I, I I think it may it, it may have just uh, it may have just been cut because like he probably took forever to get back in the ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh,
0: we we then get uh thumbtacks, which I know you really enjoyed, Cyrus. It really, really. Uh,
1: nah, uh, I, I no the the next spot is uh, I think something I really enjoyed uh, with the light tube.
0: Yeah, so we we get the thumbtacks. Uh, Vampiro wipes out on the nails after attempting a. He did like two flips on the sentai. I was like, I yeah. He he's too big to be flipping like that. <laughs>
1: uh, it ain't no ain't no such thing as too big in Lucha, bro. You gotta do a flip, bro. <laughs> uh, I,
0: I I know here the match is moving so fast because it literally is. I think every single mm-hmm. cut is a different spot in the match instead of it just flowing like you don't actually see them set up spots at some points it's literally it goes right to it because out of nowhere as as you as you already uh you know you already talked about here the light tubes come out
1: (laughs) real quick (laughs) and uh light tube probably my favorite deathmatch weapon uh I just like how the glass sounds when it shatters (laughs)
0: like a child (laughs) shatter it does um, do you feel like the attacks the were kind of gimmicked because I, I I feel as though I, they weren't sticking to them did you notice that
1: yeah
0: um unless it was a different cut I, I don't
1: I guess it, I guess it would be hard to tell because vampiro is wearing a shirt yeah but like that shirt wasn't even like really sticking to his body I, I don't know maybe gimmick but it was like it was kind of like. Pointless, like because it kind of happens, and you know, it being deathmatch wrestling, nobody's really selling it because yeah. they do like a whole bunch of shit later. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, light tubes get put out immediately. Uh, of course, Pentagon gives Vampiro a, a unprotected shot to the head with one. I, l- I like Stryker's line here about the mercury, uh, filling up the arena. You could smell it, and you know, you feel it in your lungs, and he was like, Vampiro's uh, skin must be burning from it. And I thought it was a pretty good delivery there. Uh, there's a sixth spot when Varampyro turns turns it all around on Pentagon and starts ripping at his mask. <laughs> I really love the visual of Pentagon's mask being off. And I and yeah, I, I like that like he could have pulled it too much where you could actually see his ma- like his, his nose. Yeah, like
1: his yeah
0: and his facial features, but he's his his face was bloody enough and the mask yeah. was off and loose enough where it looked just like it was like like his skin, right? And it looked like it was like a skull. <laughs> On, yeah on um
1: i think i think uh tezakal jr is probably like the worst at like trying to hide his face like what? i probably i like probably seen his whole face like a fuck ton already following him on instagram uh <laughs> but like here when, when i was watching it, i was just like damn you could like this is like the first time i've ever seen like the uh white like, the top of his hair or whatever but like his face is like red like crimson red So, like, it kind of, like, protects his identity a lot.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, And the eyes, I think, were were important, too. And it allowed Pentagon to sell with his face in a way that he just can't do um, with the mask on. Even if, if, like, I I think he has one of the most interesting and cool mask styles of all time, though. I think I became uh, introduced to him through Lucha Underground. And from there, I followed him. And uh, and, and I've been a fan since. Um, Has he been on AEW lately? I know you watch it every week.
1: Oh uh, what was the question
0: again? Do you, do you see Pentagon is he on AEW a lot lately or is he is it just
1: uh he just came, he just came back on AEW. Okay. Um he was stuck overseas for a little bit, but he just came back.
0: Okay, cool. Dope. Uh, is he is he still is it still up to par?
1: Um, I don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> we'll figure we'll figure out at Fighter Fest um when he does his eight man tag match uh Tagging with Butcher and the Blade going against uh, the Young Bucks and the Revival. Uh, it's the revolt.
0: It's the revolt, bro. It's the revolt.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's FTR.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, Striker's killing me here on the commentary. Right after that, really good sell at that point. Uh, <laughs> talking about his 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 son. Talking about his life. Just I, like, thought, <laughs> I,
1: I, I thought the, I thought the son thing was a really cool line, but like. Him saying whatever,
0: uh Ian. He K- kept calling him Ian.
1: <laughs> yeah, he kept calling him Ian, and then it was like something about like fighting on the streets to feel that <laughs> urge to get the blood rushing. And I was just like, All right, bro, I didn't like that.
0: <laughs> he, he completely did not let the other guy talk. And I was like, All right, let the other guy talk a little bit. He, he's great. Um, belly to back uh suplex off the top rope from Vampiro, fucking hell. He is wild at this point. Yeah.
1: For his first match back, my man going dummy.
0: <laughs> and it was funny because, like, you know, Pentagon's overselling. But it's funny to watch the belly-to-back suplex. And a little bit cringy because, of course, you know, that hurts. But, like, Pentagon does a whole flip. Uh, Vampiro just falls straight to the ground. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, he's Watley. Uh After this, Vampiro goes to Legend. Yeah, <laughs> oh,
1: my my two legend spot is the spot with the table.
0: <laughs> no, that's exactly what I'm talking about. He's going two legend with the fire and the burning table. Uh, but then we, I mean, pretty much immediately from there, uh, Vampiro uh, gets countered by Pentagon, gets choke slammed through the table, is on mm-hmm. fire, rolls out uh, the the ring, rolls back in, gets pinned, and uh, Pentagon ends the match there. I went, I finish. I, it, and I thought the finish was really, I thought it was, it felt kind of flat. And I think it was because of him being on fire, having to roll out of the ring and then roll back uh, in. It was a, it was a little bit clunky to me. And and I know like it's because he was set on fucking fire, but I feel like if, yeah. didn't do that, <laughs> if you were to do that spot where it, we just in the match, I thought that would have been more uh, effectual for okay. me.
1: So, so this is probably how they would like easily fix it. Um, he does. He get. He gets put through the firing table. Pentagon pins him. Fast count. Spray that motherfucker down with the goddamn uh, fire extinguishers. So he's not on fire for too long.
0: Then you, you risk killing. Then you, you risk killing him. The, the, the ref fast count will be alright. Oh my god, he's gonna be on fire for three
1: seconds. That's crazy. Hey man, you know what he signed up for.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, I, I went three and three-fourths here. I think I went a little bit higher uh, back in the day when I saw it, and that's because like at that time like it just blew my mind to see this. But I think now I might be a little bit desensitized. I think I think that um, the, the editing for me really cut it down a lot. But it, here it depends on what you came to see because there was a lot of spectacle here, um, and there was a lot of spectacle in editing the cover for Vampiro, but he made the best of it, and I thought that he looked really good out there.
1: Yeah, um, this is uh, the highlight match uh, that was on the Google Sheet, and uh, yeah, I'll probably uh, I'd probably give it like a four and a half. Like, uh, it w- it was good. I think the storytelling is a little like weird with like the whole master thing and like the post match stuff, but um, I, I didn't notice tomb like the the cuts didn't really like bother me, and like I understand its purpose for you know, uh, being there. But uh, as far as, like, uh, a match, you know, coming back for whenever the hell, uh, how long he's been gone from the ring, I think this was a pretty good return. And he didn't beat Pentagon Jr.
0: Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. From from there, uh, Vampiro tells Pentagon to break his arm. Vampiro does so. And Vampiro then reveals himself as the master. I really like it. I think at the time I liked it. And I think I still like to hear really nice swerve. I enjoyed this back then. I, th- I thought it was really smart to have the final test be to beat the guy, you know, the, the you know, the master, yeah, of the, yeah the, the, God of death matches. And, and they have that match there. And, um, I, I really enjoyed it. I love the visual at the end as well. It was really cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I, like that a lot. Um, I forget how they move forward with like, uh, Vampiro being all commentary and also being his, uh, his master, like sort of having a little bit of influence. I know that, uh, Pentagon jr. Uh, gets like, uh, he gets some title opportunities or he becomes like a big focus on the show. Uh, and this is when he starts, uh, I believe that he starts wearing the all black, uh, that might be season three. I don't know, but, um, this was, this was good. They, they saw a lot in Pentagon jr.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, after this Pentagon, he went against Mil Mertes he broke Mertes. He, he broke Mertes. He turned face after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he challenged for the championship against Cueto. Uh, the the the, the storyline, uh, the brother of, of Dario Cueto in storyline. Uh, and he, he turned into Pentagon Dark after more training. He turned on Vampiro again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he ever became. No. Oh, he did. He did. He did. He he, became he a new he, new? Oh, okay. he, he's the one who sent he sent uh Prince Puma to WWE. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> My goat, but y'all should sure yeah. went together.
0: But uh, I think he, yeah. was he the last I think he it looks like he was the last uh the last Lucha underground champion.
1: For real? Oh, that's crazy.
0: I think he might he might have been. I don't know. We'll, we'll I'll, I'll look it up after the Prince Puma match. Um next sure. up a seven-way <laughs> seven-way match? For the inaugural Gift of the Gods championship, you had Phoenix, Aerostar, Bengala, Big Rick, Jack Evans, King Cuerno, and Sexy Star. Boy, oh boy, where Randy Orton and Edge hate this match. <laughs>
1: um, watching this match, I was just thinking of like, how did all of you guys get into this match? Because uh, Bengala, this is only his third match in Lucha Underground. So yes. I was just like, How did you make it here? Um I I remember Big Rick doing cool shit, but uh, I was just like, "How'd you get into this match?"
0: Um, well, he was a bodyguard, and he got into the match.
1: Yeah, but like I, I, I'm just thinking, like I, I forget like the storyline, uh, like how he got like into the match. But um, I don't like this match.
0: <laughs> it wasn't very good. It, it was not very good. Um, I thought that it was. Again, too many people. And with the editing, it didn't allow mm-hmm. a lot of spots to breathe. There's a spot in the match where I believe it was uh, Aerostar does a tope from the top of the arena onto everyone. And less than five seconds later, they're at Sexy Star in the ring. And they've all disappeared. Yeah. Like You don't see anyone else. And, and I thought that for the time, I think that that might have been cool to just start, you know, get to spot, to spot, to spot. And that was the same issue I had with the Vampiro Pentagon match where... There was no time to breathe. I could barely see any selling whatsoever. And and it seemed to me it was like a clip show. Like it was like getting the best spots hey. of the match. And uh and I guess
1: that works in Van, uh, I guess that works in Vampiro's favor because, you know, they probably like cut it like cut out a lot of him just like probably just irking in pain and, you know, stuff like that. But here it it, it doesn't work here with everybody moving like a million miles per hour. Uh and it's like car crash after car crash after car crash. Uh a lot of topes, a lot of dives. I think uh King Quarnow has like he does the best one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where he just just straight at him and just gets mad far. Uh,
0: uh we've yet to see him do that in NXT yet, I think. That that very yeah. fast, uh very fast oh, <laughs> suicide. Oh he's
1: murdering somebody on the plexiglass. <laughs> 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 uh it and, and, and NXT, that man going right through that shit. But um yeah, um this is similar uh when me and uh MJ when we did the the triple uh Triple Mania sh- uh spot callers episode, like it it, ha- it kind of just has similar problems that I have with the most uh lucha ground multi man matches where it's just like dive after dive after dive, after dive after dive, and then somebody gets pinned at some point, but it doesn't really matter.
0: But here, I mean, in between that, you had a you had so many storylines in between. You had Marty the Moth against Sexy Star. He's not even in the match. Very weird uh, point here, uh, where where it's like literally three to four minutes of just them fucking around until she gets taken out. Um, and then you have Davari. You have a big uh, heat up spot where it's like he's not very good. He he wasn't really good in WWE. <laughs> And he's here, and he just he just moves so slow. And, and I thought that it was a weird um, weird chemistry there with him there.
1: I, I like how he teased, like, I'm going to do a dive, and then everybody just beats the shit out of him, and then he never really got to do the dive. And no. I was just like, that's a, that, that, that's a missed opportunity. If anybody needed to do that dive, it was him, because he mm-hmm. already teased it, and I'm pretty sure the crowd would have went stupid for it. <laughs>
0: That's just a crowd losing spot, but he's not, he's a heel, though. Well, I mean, it doesn't even matter, he should have just did it anyway. It's one of these matches on this show where I feel like the fans in attendance I'm not sure how that how they taped these shows or how they how they edited them down, but I feel like the fans probably got a better uh better idea of what that match was than we did at home, and it was probably way better live than it was, uh, just, just shot back at us. But um, Phoenix hits Jack Evans with the fire driver for the win uh i I went three and a half for it Uh, i thought it was fine there was a lot of foolishness in the middle sexy star had way too much focus for someone who's like not as good as the other women i know in the promotion at that time but uh Mm -hmm. the end was good i thought i thought jack evans and phoenix was was really great they always have great chemistry and uh they have really great matches together next up uh probably the worst match on the show (laughs)
1: Oh man, honestly, we can skip this. But uh, the, the seven way, I give it like three stars. But this shit here, nah, we could we could dead skip this.
0: Um, uh, Blue Demon versus Blue Ella Demon Junior,
1: uh, Texano. They were fighting for uh, who's the best in Mexico.
0: Blue Chavo Demon, comes in, Blue does Demon the interference. Clearly, Blue Demon clearly old as shit. <laughs> so like, the, yeah. there's no reason why these matches should be going that long. Uh but yeah like you said Chavo comes in uh for interference after a blue blue demons uh goon try and team up on Tejano. uh and they they turn the Chavo turns on on him and uh yeah one star <laughs> It was 3 minutes it was a 3 minute match so Uh
1: I I give this one a sleep bro <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a quick 3 minute nap uh the the shenanigans start far too quick. They I don't they didn't even entertain the thought of having a wrestling match.
0: Well, I mean, Blue uh, Dragon or Blue Demon is really old. Like he 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 definitely cannot go at that point.
1: Fuck it, you know, uh, edit around it, bruh. Like different vampiro. The hell, ain't no excuses here.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Um,
1: it, and then uh, it, it it goes into the um the war in Mexico storyline. So like. But I, I just don't think like this match was like really pointless. Like this is literally the war on Mexico shit. Could have like been on night one. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Yeah. Uh, th- I don't know if he returns after this. I can't see anything else. Texano from or Blue Demon. Yeah, Blue Demon. I don't think he comes back after this. He. Mm-hmm, I, th- he I, think so. I think he. I think he went back to AAA right uh, shortly after this because he was getting his ass whipped by uh, Mil Mertes during this season. I remember that. <laughs> um. Next up. Main event time for the Lucha Underground Championship: Mill Mertes with Katrina versus Prince Puma. Really good match. This should have been the showcase match here. This should have been what yeah. we had to watch. Uh, let, I mean, let's just be clear. Mill is like the Brock of Lucha Underground at that point. He was the and big guy,
1: and he he was it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> when when uh when he came out for his entrance, I was just like, oh shit! Like I, it just like instantly like my memory just like. Shot up and remembered how like great this like uh, Mil Mortez is in the ring, and I love uh, I love like his uh, his gimmick where he has like uh, his dark uh, like it's I don't want to say dark order because it you know it predates it, but um <laughs> he he had a stranglehold like uh his demons or whatever uh his lackeys won the uh the trios titles which was yeah. really cool yeah, a really good not- tournament.
0: I think they won it on night one, I think, uh, that week before. Um, There was the Grave Consequences casket match, which I thought was really good. He and Phoenix had one of the, I think, one of the best feuds of that year. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was really weird. They kind of, like, blew it there because... It was, like, mid-season. Well, yeah, well, they they basically killed off Mil Mertes mid-season, but Katrina had turned on Mil, and then she went back to him and resurrected him after that.
1: Yeah, um, wow! <laughs> she had to turn on Phoenix so he could rise from the dead, bro. Oh my god, my mind's blown.
0: <laughs> wow, four D chess, bro. Four D chess.
1: <laughs> they was playing four D chess at, <laughs> at so the L Ray right. Network.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I I, th- I I think this match is spectacular. Um, mm-hmm. so Really good, really good chemistry between these two. Um, I, I, I think even with the editing there, which was some of it was noticeable, the, you didn't really feel like you missed a lot, even with the commercial breaks. Uh, this move this yeah. went around seventeen minutes. Um, there was an excellent spot uh, toward the beginning where um, uh, Mill had hit Puma with a chair shot during a, during a tope just to take control of the match. And there was a lot of like to me, I, I think it did a flip on the David David and Goliath trope where. Mm-hmm. This allowed Poon to still be that that smaller, uh, more nimble guy, but he still got his against Mill as well to make him look strong.
1: Yeah, he he got a lot of offense uh, in that match, and it it he looked really good in there. And it's just like, uh, man, what if you got what if you got that much offense against Brock?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, said the, I said the same thing. You know what else I was thinking? <laughs> you know what else I was thinking here? What if Ricochet just wore a mask? (laughs) (laughs) What if he just wore a mask? I I bet you if he wore a mask, (laughs) he would be way more more popping on Raw if he wore a mask.
1: Yeah. Well, and, like, Lucha Underground really, like, skirted around, like, not having him talk at all. He
0: had had Conan. (laughs) He had Conan.
1: Yeah. Conan was doing a lot of uh, heavy lifting there, and it was just like, man, y'all, hey, man. Um, Bruce, you might want to give this nigga a manager, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that man hasn't been on TV since, like, March?
0: <laughs> he hasn't been on TV since, I think, like, May 7th or 8th or something like that. It's been a while since Ricochet's been on TV, but yeah. um, he's, he's the Lucha Underground champion here. Uh, some really great spots as well. Uh, the spirit through the ropes into the table looked like it really hurt because they kind of missed – uh, the table yeah. a little bit
1: yeah they they land on like like uh on Inside. like under the edge of the table where yeah. the legs are and then Mill was just like oh man man this shit gonna break <laughs> <laughs> and then he picks up Principal and then power bombs him through the table i was just like yeah that's how you do it bro uh,
0: there was also a really cool spot where he uh before that where he grabs katrina and uh uses her to hit um mill it's a little it's a little hokey it's a little like mm-hmm. unreal but i thought it was really dope that they that you know we don't see a lot of like like imagine like uh them doing that to like uh zelina or something like that that would be really yeah. that would be a really dope spot um then you you have the the 6 spots like toward the end like the last the last half the of the match was clean two man. one clean one mill kicks out which of course leads you to believe at that point that okay his resurrection has given him he, Superhuman powers because no one kicked out of uh, the six thirty.
1: Yeah, uh, nobody kicked out the six thirty at the time, and uh, Katrina is just like holding the rock.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, you let, let let the power flow through him. You know, uh, and,
0: and then, then uh, after another uh, six thirty
1: kicks out out uh kicks out of the um the flatliner. Yeah, the flatliner. So like this is the first time each person has like kicked out of uh, each other's finishers. Right. So it kind of yeah. made them like even.
0: And then there was a spot where they get to the top rope. Uh, Puma gets caught up in the ropes. And Mill hits him with a top rope flatliner to finish the match. Uh, I went for a fourth on this. I really, really, I really like this match. It got them both over as really strong characters. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, subverting that David and Goliath trope. Uh, I mean, you saw you saw Puma get like the 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 rolling suplexes off on Mill. Uh, you saw Puma get his finisher off on him. You saw him get a lot of offense off on Mill. Uh, and to that point, no one was really dominating him like that on the show. Yeah. And it was really important that we you saw that like even with Puma, you know, even with Conan not in Puma's corner, he was still able to to take the fight to Mill. And I thought it was a really good story.
1: Yeah, uh, I definitely like the skewed a lot. Um, I, I like these two were like my favorite in Lucha Underground uh, at the time. And like watching this match, it, it really made me just really want to watch uh, the whole season again.
0: Uh, me too. Honestly, I want to catch season three because mm-hmm. um, I, I, there's so much that I missed after season two. Uh, and I, I want to catch. I, I really want to catch that that kill shot. Ar Fox match. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna look for it after, we, <laughs> after we're done here. But uh, I, again, really strong main event. I, I think this this proved that Lucha Underground, like at the time, that roster was like even though it wasn't like a WWE roster, it was like filled with so much talent that was yeah. just on the cusp of becoming really really big at that time. And you know this, you know shows like this proved it.
1: Yeah, um just just think just think about a lot of people that were on the roster at that time where you have Prince Puma, uh King Cuerno, Kill Shot, Phoenix, Pentagon Jr., Johnny Mundo, uh, Angel- uh, Angelico, like roster was stacked, man. Um crazy. And then uh they, they had like uh, some other people in their women's division, but like Sexy Star was like kind of the focus of that. But like yeah. They had a lot. They they had a lot of talent going on there, and it's good to see uh, a lot of these people in good places.
0: Um, after this, uh, after season two, uh, it was said that Katrina, or Kat- Katrina said that Conan, who was Prince Puma's valet, had died after being closed in a casket, <laughs> which really meant that Conan was written off the show. And he, yeah. revealed, he revealed later on that he had left AAA and Lucha Underground. Um, and after that, it was also said that as I had the question about blue demon, yes, he had left the company as well, along with Alberto, uh, El Patron, not too, I I wouldn't say too, too many bad losses. I think for Puma, probably a really bad loss for Conan because Conan was kind of like the guy that, you know, was carrying the flag for Lucha Underground for a while when it first started and then he just, he just dipped.
1: And then uh, Prince Fuma really needed a valet. Um, I'm curious who was his valet after this, or like what he uh, what he did after. I'm I'm just unsure. But um,
0: I don't think that he, he
1: needed that man.
0: <laughs> uh, he he was a Rey Mysterio after that.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> a really good uh, a really good replacement. But yeah, um, Rico- Ricochet need a valet, bro. Even Lucha Underground knew that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, uh, he, he would go on to challenge Johnny Mundo for the Lucha Underground Championship uh, where he put his career on the line he won the title but immediately afterwards uh, Pentagon Dark, as I said earlier in the show challenged him with the gift of the God's Champion saying that the loser of the match would be forced to retire Pentagon won the match with help from Vampiro and he ended Prince Puma's Lucha Underground career Wow, well, Which is and actually crazier than that, in his contract, Puma slash Ricochet could not appear on television for another company until season three had been aired. So that is why it took him so long to sign with WWE, because yeah. that, that season didn't end until 2017, 16 months after it was taken.
1: And uh, Ricochet was very vocal about it.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes, he was. Uh, he, he, was uh, he was talking about it a lot. Even on Twitter, he, he had a couple comments about it. Yeah. Kind of insane, but, I mean, you know, all, all the better. I, I think that Ricochet came into the WWE at the at the right time. Um, at the peak, I mean, really at the peak of NXT or the, the new generation of NXT at that time. He came in during uh, TakeOver um New Orleans. That was his first match there, so. Good start. <laughs> Very good start. I, I'd say a five-star match is a great way to, to start your career <laughs> in WWE, for sure. Uh, but Ultima Lucha 1, part 2, really, really fun, fun, fun show to watch. Uh, I, I definitely uh, – you owe it to yourself to track this one down. I, I think, of course, the standout matches here, are Pentagon Jr. versus Vampiro in the main event. But I, I think that, you know, you, you can't go wrong with it with the seven way. There is some good stuff there. But uh, absolutely skip the Blue Demon match, and you know your mileage may, <laughs> your mileage may vary with the Johnny Mundo Patron stuff. But uh, I thought a really good show overall.
1: Yeah, really really great show overall. Um, when uh, Gavin uh, originally recommended this, I was just like, "Oh yeah, watch was Underground again." No, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> and ain't no issue. And now I have to rewatch the whole season. I'm probably gonna like watch all of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna watch more Lucha Underground. I, I think I, I miss it. it, it was a good show. I, I miss that type yeah. of stuff. But the thing about it is, like, we still get that influence right now today. I mean, uh, Stadium Stampede, uh, Boneyard match, uh, F- Firefly Funhouse match, you've got a Swamp match coming up. There's still that cinematic thing going on in pro wrestling right now, even more so while we're in this COVID era of programming. So um i mean the 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 legacy lives on with Lucha underground in in a lot of ways
1: yeah and then uh uh, seeing a lot of these guys being good places uh after the show
0: absolutely for sure um that is it for this episode of spot callers we will be back next month with what show cyrus do you know yet no i'm not sure yet
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh figure it out i'm If I can track down a lot more, uh, a lot of these submissions, even though the link asks you to link the match um, (laughs) or link the show, um, I'll find something.
0: Okay, please, please find it. Uh, Until then, we'll let you guys know when the show airs, what we'll be watching. But you can always follow us at RNC Radio Live, follow me at OG Johnny5 and Cyrus at H underscore visibility on Twitter. Thank you to the to the Kid Galvin for this recommendation. And of course, you can always send the recommendations out to Cyrus as well. Uh for, for what to watch. So until then, till next month, really. Wow. We're almost at the end of summer. It's kind of crazy. We're all in the house. This year is disgusting. Man. I know. I hate it. please be safe. Please wash your hands. Please don't do anything that we wouldn't do. Till then, peace out. what's going on everyone and welcome back to spot callers the show where we take you off the beaten path of all the latest and greatest pro wrestling i'm justin here with cyrus and we have a special uh listener request episode this is long overdue uh in a lot of ways but uh, we finally got around to it uh do you know who who requested this episode
1: uh i'm looking at it right now i think it's uh i think it that kid Gavin? It's either him
0: or... Uh... Oh, Galvin! Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I, I was about to say. Uh, I thought it was like Portland Prophet, but not. Uh, no, it's Ga- uh, Gavin. Do
0: they know each other? Do, do, does no,
1: or... no, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> but Portland isn't like that big.
1: Oh, is he from Portland too? I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> I thought so. I thought Galvin was from from Portland too. Maybe I'm no, no. I'm I'm fucking up. You know, I I don't know, I don't know. But thank you, Galvin, for the request a uh, longtime listener of a lot of our rnc shows and a longtime follower of my of myself and cyrus and a uh, really great guy uh to, today we're going to be reviewing uh lucha underground Ultima lucha uh one part two so this was a two week yeah. event yeah. on uh lucha underground in their first year uh we're, we're gonna go all the way back we're not that far back right like, how old were you when, the, yeah. when this came out? Ultima, like, oh. Ultima one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you were like 12, uh, right? It was, it wasn't, it was in our 2015. Oh, chill out. <laughs> it was in 2015. <laughs>
1: 2015, I just, uh, I just turned 18.
0: Yeah, it is, it's the, it is the five year anniversary. And speaking of, <laughs> you just turned, you, you just had a birthday pass. So, happy birthday, Cyrus. Yeah. Uh,
1: I just turned, uh, 24, uh, 24 now. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Time flies. Damn. Yeah, time flies like a motherfucker. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, time. Time is is definitely uh, going crazy, and and you're getting old. And welcome to the. You're halfway there, Mark.
1: (laughs) I was, I was eighteen when I first saw Lucha Underground. Now I'm twenty four. Yo, what? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and and just think of like a lot of the people that we'll be talking about on this show. It's always funny to watch these old shows with you, especially like ROH shows and stuff like that. But just to see mm-hmm. where people are in their specific uh, specific pr- promotions, if they're even still wrestling anymore, if they're even still around, uh, we'll yeah. be touching on a lot of that. Of course, if you're not familiar with Bucha Underground, uh, it was a professional wrestling TV show. That aired on the L Ray Network, I believe. Robert Rodriguez, uh, the guy who directed like Machete and all the other stuff, he had uh, kind of put in on this on this network. Is it still around? I I don't know many people the that El Rey had network? it. Yeah, I I had yeah um because I know it came on Uno uh, Unimas and and I used to catch. I mean, you know, not I'm not gonna be getting in too much trouble. I caught this show always like on tube sites and and.
1: Um, I, 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 uh, my mom didn't cut the cable yet, so we like still had it <laughs> Yeah. and I'm just like, Oh, L Ray Network. And I was just like, okay, I'll like look for it. Oh, couldn't find it yeah. <laughs> straight to the internet. I went Yeah, and then, exactly. uh, and then eventually it got on Netflix and, uh, I watched, I watched a lot of season two on Netflix. I never got to finish it though, but I yeah. think. Watching this pay per view, it put me back in it. I was just like, Oh, I have to watch Lucha Underground again.
0: No, <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a really interesting uh, show and, and especially on the network. It is still around by the way. But um especially on the network that, you know, kind of needed a lot of original programming at the time. This was the first thing they went for. There's no wrestling programming there now. Of course, Lucha Underground. I don't know if it like went under uh or or just saying like, you know. We can't say it's canceled. Uh, like, yeah, it's, Vampir- it's in a weird limbo. It's it's not. I mean, Vampiro said. I, I looked up an interview. Vampiro said that the 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 writers are, are like done. Uh, they left. The production crew was gone. He basically said the company split up, and he said that it was like discontinued. So it's just not coming back. Ooh. So it it's definitely That's- like it's weird. <laughs> there 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 was definitely like and and again like. You know, you want to talk about like the AEWs and uh, all the other stuff. Like it, it was kind of like showing, and, and of course, it's, it's not going to be anywhere near or at the time. Even it wasn't anywhere near WWE, but it was it was an alternative, and it was yes. something that we, we did not have um, at th- at that time. And you know, it's, now it's gone. I mean, I, I think ninety percent of that roster, or like at least eighty to seventy five percent of that roster, is in AEW now. And mm-hmm. they're very select few are in WWE. And, you yeah, know, very select on.
1: few still wrestle.
0: Yeah, um, we, yeah.
1: We talked about it last night, and I was just like, huh, I wonder who, like if Big Rick is still wrestling, and I'm just on his cage match. He, he had his last match in October uh, of 2015.
0: Right. Wow. So he ended right not too long after this show aired. Mm-hmm. This aired in uh, Ultima Lucia, aired in July. It was the ending of the first season, and uh, he was done shortly after that. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people have come through uh, Lucha Underground. I mean, of course, you have the the Lucha Brothers. You have uh, Phoenix and Pentagon. Uh, who he, he's a Pentel Zero now. That was his uh, American American name, right? Yeah. Uh, you you had Rey Mysterio was there as well. Like a lot of people came through uh, Johnny Mundo or who is now again Johnny Nitro. Um, you had uh, A R Fox. You had who who was Kill Shot. I believe that was his name. This? No. Uh, or was he separate? No. Uh,
1: Killshot is um, Isaiah Soros, Scott
0: in NXT. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm I'm bugging. That, um, and that then was...
1: King Cuerno, who is uh, now uh, Santana Escobar.
0: Yes, yes. He actually sued uh, Lucha Underground. Oh, for real? Yeah. he Did, did. he win? Did he win that? <laughs> um, he's he the, he signed them because of that weird um that, that really weird contract that he uh oh, okay. that that he had he said that he said that his uh, his his lucha underground contract restricted him from working uh, other companies while under contract and they only paid per episode there so he said he gets he was paid less than $1000 per appearance and some of the cast only earned 4000 a year from the show and he said that he he it was a you know he had filed a class action lawsuit, meaning there was more than one person on there. Uh Eva Le- Evilise Joy Ryan <laughs> Joy Ryan and uh, Melissa Cervantes, they joined him <laughs> on the class action lawsuit to invalidate that uh, that contract. And on 20 in on in 2019, all of them had been settled, which I'm guessing that's why right after that he signed with WWE. I know that they wanted they wanted him mm-hmm. for a while, but uh, that is actually kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, and then just looking at everybody else that's, uh, just on this night, period, uh, Sexy Star no longer wrestles, Big Rick no longer wrestles, like, Jack Evans, AEW, and then a lot of these other guys, uh, that are here, they just wrestle in, uh, I think, uh, AAA. Uh, Lucha Underground got a lot of their guys from AAA.
0: Right, yeah, and and it completely made sense. Uh, Yeah,
1: and then, like, it really sucks that, like, King Cuerno or, uh, Centeno Escobar or, uh, what was his name before that
0: uh el hio el hio D- uh Del fantasma
1: yeah like it's such that he couldn't like do stuff in triple a because like he does have that legacy behind him and like Lucha underground really had like a ball and chain on him
0: yeah and, and a lot of them did um i i remember you know that whenever there is a an alternative people always take it up to 10 and they're like okay this is going to kill wwe um i remember that <laughs> being a, a a big thing well, not like a big thing, but it was like less of less of a huge thing said about Lucha Underground because no one knew what it was. And I think when mm-hmm. people finally saw that first uh, episode, it was like, holy shit, it's episodic. It's completely different. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> they, they turned it up to 11. And I remember just like watching this show, it made me just remember like all the good, like all the like really cool stuff that like Lucha Underground like really did. And I'm surprised not a lot of people are like taking
0: <laughs> yeah for sure um it, it it really was again like when I saw it the the production value everything about it like the the even the acting you know it was kind of <laughs> like really really good and it felt like a telenovela uh and also like um, a a wrestling show proper
1: Dario Cueto or uh whatever his actor name is like that's he's like a legitimate actor like I saw him in, on uh I saw a clip of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I saw him there, and I was just like, "Wait,
0: huh?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and
1: he, he did a really good job.
0: Absolutely, it it really like it it really you know he he was like the heart of the whole thing, you know. Yeah. And, and I and I thought that he he really carried a lot of it, but I think like even when Ray got there, he he made a difference. Like I was really big on on this. Uh first two seasons and then from there I was like I was I watched scattered episodes.
1: Uh I I watched like a little bit of season two. I don't think I ever finished it, but like the last match that I remember watching uh in Lucha Underground was Neil Mortez versus like Dario Cueto's like brother or like the monster hit that he had locked up. Mm-hmm. That's like the last match I remember watching.
0: What was the last match I remember watching? I always wanted to catch the kill shot AR Fox match, and I and I know I, I said that while we were watching watching. So I thought that this Ultimate Lucha was that one, and I would love to go back and watch that. Um, but watch it under the under the the guys of the spot callers banner. So maybe we go back and watch that uh, later this yeah, year. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, I'm like, you know, to re- to watch the show or rewatch the show. It was available free on, like, uh, 2BTV, T-U-B-I-TV. Like, it was all free. So, like, I'm definitely going to be abusing that (laughs) and then just watching the whole first season over again or, like, as many episodes that they have available for free. Right. Um, Because, like, Luciana, man... It really sucks that it's dead, but like honestly, they lost a there, lot of their. They lost there would a lot have of been
0: no one. Man. Yeah, there, there would yeah. have been no one, and these guys weren't getting paid. And, um, you know, when when all of that came out, you know how much they were getting paid and what the actual contracts were. There, there was going to be very little that they could do to pay these guys what a WWE or a AEW would pay. Like I'm pretty sure even even with what he's making at NXT. Even if that's on the lower end of like an NXT contract, he's probably making way more a year than he ever would have in Ultimate and uh, Lucha Underground.
1: Yeah, and it's not per appearance. Yeah. Uh, which that's super shitty.
0: Yeah, very um, shitty. Um, but let's get into it. Ultimate Lucha One, uh, that is Spanish for Last Fight. Uh, it, it, <coughs> is, it is the basically season finale of Lucha Underground Season One. Uh, the mm-hmm. first part first was part. was aired uh, the week before on the 29th, and the two hour final. Which was what we watched it aired the uh, the week after that on August fifth. So we're nearly at the five year anniversary for that. Um, a lot of stuff, a lot of storylines converge here. I, do you want to te- like get into the storylines? I'm not. I was. I completely forgot a lot of these, and there's Man. not a lot of catch up. There's not a lot of catch up here. This
1: is all all I can really like piece together. Watching this whole show. Like, because, like, watching the show, I was just like, my brain is like working, trying to remember everything. Yeah. And all I remember is the Pentagon. Uh, I remember the Pentagon Junior stuff, how some of the people got into the Seven Way, um, and the, uh, the Lucha Underground title match, and like what kind of led up to that. Because uh, I, Mil Mortez is my shit, man.
0: He's, he's so great. Fire. <laughs> And and we will sing his praises in the main event uh, on this show. Uh, I I think where where applicable, <laughs> will because we'll, I know people are gonna be yelling at us through the screen. But I'll try and put in some background based upon what Matt Stryker and uh and his his what what's the guy's name the other guy?
1: Uh, Michael. I cannot pronounce his last name. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. But I I believe he is a, a boxing anou- uh like a Mexican boxing announcer. And he crushes it, man.
0: He's, he's really good because, he... because uh, Stryker is very bad.
1: Yeah, I don't remember Matt Stryker being that awful.
0: Oh, um, he's terrible, and we're gonna talk <laughs> about it. it is, I think, I think a good chunk of all of our spot colors episodes is talking about how terrible the commentary is. I think, yeah, that is, I don't, I, commentary
1: is super important to me, yeah,
0: it, <laughs> like, it, it's, it's a big important. uh,
1: but I think, uh I think Matt Stryker does well for the Zero Mero uh, match, but like after that, boy, that man is some poop, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the first match. Uh, I, I I put on my notes here. Oh, God, Matt Stryker it was my first note. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> I and, forgot to take notes, but uh,
0: um, I remember. First, first match uh, Johnny Mundo versus Alberto Patron. Um, it was very tough, very, very tough to watch this match. I'm going to be completely honest with you, uh, considering mm-hmm. uh, the Rio slash Patron's recent arrest uh, yeah. a couple of months ago. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys can Google what happened. Very, very not a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> not, a, not a good thing. I'm sorry I had to skip this one. I, I couldn't do it. It, it was too um, much.
1: I, I watched it, and I will say I'm – I cannot even sing his praises for this match because he's not the good part of this match. So like, <laughs> dunk on his ass all I like. But um, <laughs> really in during this whole match, I was just like thinking about how great Johnny Mundo is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think immediately after I watched the show, I watched that Iron Man match that he had with Prince Puma. But um, this uh, Johnny Mundo is great. Uh, I don't think. I ever like, I don't think there's a a Alberto uh, Del Rio or El Patron match that I enjoy. Uh, So that was easy to like (laughs) really ignore. And then I'm not particularly too big of the finish here where Molina comes out and uh, helps Johnny Mundo cheat. And I don't, I forgot where it goes after this because I don't even think uh, Alberto Del Rio shows up after this match.
0: Does he not? Uh oh, actually,
1: he, I don't know if he makes another appearance after did, this. he
0: didn't. He didn't. Um, he went back to WWE after this. He vacated <laughs> he vacated the uh triple A title um a little bit before that because he showed back up in WWE in October and he and he came back for that set that next run with the US title against Cena. That's what happened. Okay, yeah. Um <laughs> kind of uh mm-hmm. I didn't like. I wasn't periodically watching like
1: WWE stuff like to like probably 2016 or like Survivor Series of that year.
0: Um, so you missed. So you missed a. You missed a pretty awful yeah. Del Rio turn where he was. In, <laughs> he was in the League of Nations uh, with Sheamus, Rusev, and uh, uh, was it Wade Barrett? I think it was Wade Barrett as well. He joined that stable not too long after. I think he fizzled out pretty quickly. Due to a lot of um, a lot of you know backstage stuff, I think he had slapped a social media guy a couple months after he had came back. Uh, or what yeah, the hell? yeah, he slapped a social media guy. And read up on this because they went crazy on him. Like he slapped a guy. I think WWE actually published a story about it with a quote from Triple H actually calling him out like publicly by name.
1: Wow!
0: Right. It. it, it <laughs> It is, it is, it was a really, really like weird time for him, and then also, this is before um, they were thinking of bringing Paige back as well, so it, there was a lot going oh, okay. on at, at that point, but um, yeah, he, he didn't stay in WWE that long after this as well. Um, of course, the post match here, which I did catch, uh, Molina does return, Patron got his heat back from losing the match. Uh, by beating Johnny up some more, and then Patrones spanks Melina, which means that which which means that Matt Striker has to say that he loves seeing it, and he can't. He, he, yeah, like, it was gonna be on his mind or some shit like. No, for, uh, like,
1: he said, "I'm, I'm gonna run that back on my DVR. I don't know how many times." And yes. I was just like. This man just went full mark, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, full horn man. Full horn man. Your man.
1: mic is on, brother.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, uh, some shit happens. There's a story part. <laughs> I put the notes yeah. like some shit happens. It's it is hard in a vacuum to like watch this without the context of the rest of the 37 episodes that, that preceded it. Um yeah. but there was a who was the 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 I you know what I didn't know? Well, not, not that I didn't know, but I didn't remember that EO was, wasn't EO here too? Uh,
1: e- EO Shirai and all the Stardom Girls, they came, I believe, like, season three.
0: Oh. Yeah, every, every,
1: every, everybody always talks about their time in Lucha Underground when they just came out as badasses. It was, uh, EO Shirai, Mayu, uh, Watanai, uh, and, uh, Kairi Sane, uh. And it, was tearing, it was tearing. shit up.
0: <laughs> I did not. I. I completely. I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't know. I didn't know Eo and Kyrie were here. Um, I would love to go back and, and check out see, season three, bro. Like, that's something I would. Oh yeah. Definitely like fuck with, but um, yeah, that happens. Some shit happens. There's somebody in a prison.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, that girl. Uh, that. That's where the movie storyline is like going on, where there's like a war in Mexico. Um, that Chavo Guerrero sort sort of started, and that was kind of like their way to get all the AAA guys to come in. Yeah. By like having this like war in Mexico or whatever. And then uh Dragon Azteca dies for some reason, like the girl kills him, and I'm just like uh ah. I forgot how this shit go. <laughs> and then uh, I know Rey Mysterio gets involved at some point as well.
0: Well, he appears uh, at the end of this. At the end of this uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. show, I believe. Um, next match, Pentagon Jr. versus Vampiro in a Seattle middle match. No DQ stip here. as Pentagon Jr. is looking to make Vampiro pay for stopping him from sacrificing Sexy Star to his master. I I think that Vampiro should have just let him do it. <laughs> i think that i think Pentagon knew something that that we didn't know, that we didn't
1: know. <laughs> all right come on <laughs> uh
0: really really cool entrance here from from vampiro uh you know I, as we all know he was in wcw uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't consider him very great there uh but he did make his living doing death matches and on the you know the mexico circuit uh and all overseas he, he was definitely a, a major 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 uh wrestler yeah. you know, overseas uh but you know it, it's been years since he had wrestled at this point and uh, he, he was, he was looking the worst for wear. He, he, he'd gone through a lot. You could tell.
1: Yeah. Next uh, sur- surgeries. Uh, and then just, you know, standard stuff that comes with being a deathmatch wrestler.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, from the beginning, Pentagon slams Vampiro onto the concrete uh, leading to a really nice commercial break. It was very nice. Uh, this is a match that more than any, you start to notice the cuts um yeah. there are a lot of cuts here and i think they're not cuts for uh botches i think it's cuts for speed and cuts for uh pretty much brevity because i I'm, i mean it's it's not a surprise vampiro is pretty old at this point um, mm-hmm. he can't go as fast as he can or he used to but you can notice you can definitely notice some of these cuts are, are very like uh no pun intended cut rate because they're like <laughs> he, he gets out of the stretcher and he's in the ring within two seconds <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, I, I I think it may it, it may have just uh, it may have just been cut because like Good he time. probably took forever to get back in the ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: but uh, uh, we we then get uh, thumbtacks, which I know you really enjoyed, Cyrus. It really, really. uh, nah,
1: uh I, I no. The the next spot is uh, I think something I really enjoyed uh, with the light
0: tube. Yeah. So we we get the thumbtacks. <laughs> uh vampiro wipes out on the nails after attempting a he did like two flips on this and i was like i yeah he he's too big to be flipping like that <laughs>
1: uh ain't no ain't no such thing as too big in lucha bro you gotta do a flip bro <laughs> uh I,
0: I i know here the match is moving so fast because it literally is i think every single mm-hmm. cut is a different spot in the match, instead yeah. of it just flowing, like you don't actually see them set up spots at some points. It's literally it goes right to it because out of nowhere, as as you as you already uh, you know you already talked about here, the light tubes come out
1: <laughs> real quick. <laughs> and uh, light tube, probably my favorite deathmatch weapon. Uh, I just like how the glass sounds when it shatters,
0: <laughs> like a child. <laughs> shatter it does. Um, do you feel like the, the tacks were kind of gimmicked because I, I I feel as though I, they weren't sticking to them did you notice that yeah um, unless it was a different cut uh, I don't
1: I guess it, I guess it would be hard to tell because vampiro is wearing a shirt yeah but like that shirt wasn't even like really sticking to his body I, I don't know maybe gimmick but it was like it was kind of like pointless like because it kinda happens and you know it being deathmatch wrestling nobody's really selling it because yeah. they do like a whole bunch of shit later. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh light tubes get put out immediately. Uh, of course Pentagon gives Vampiro a, a unprotected shot to the head with one. I, l- I like Stryker's line here about the Mercury uh, filling up the arena. You could smell it and you know you could feel it in your lungs and he was like Vampiro's uh, skin must be burning from it and I thought it was a pretty good delivery there. Uh, there's a sick spot when Verin turns turns it all around on Pentagon and starts ripping at his mask. <laughs> I really love the visual of Pentagon's mask being off, and I and yeah, I, I like that. Like he could have pulled it too much, where you could actually see his ma- like his, his nose, yeah, like his yeah, and his facial features. But his 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 face was bloody enough, and the mask yeah. was off and loose enough where it looked just like it was like like his skin, right? And it looked like it was like a skull. <laughs> On, yeah,
1: on um, I think I think uh Tenzing Junior is probably like the worst at like trying to hide his face. Like right. I probably I like probably seen his whole face like a fuck ton already following him on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> but like here when when I was watching, it, I was just like, damn, you could like this is like the first time I ever seen like the uh white like, the top of his hair or whatever. But like his face is like red, like crimson red. So, like, it kind of, like, protects his identity a lot.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and the eyes, I think, were were important, too. And it allowed Pentagon to sell with his face in a way that he just can't do um, with the mask on. Even if, even if like, I, I think he has one of the most interesting and cool mask styles of all time, though. I think I became uh, introduced to him through Lucha Underground. And from there, yeah. I followed him. And, uh, and, and I've been a fan since. Um, has he been on AEW lately? I know you watch it every week.
1: Oh, uh, what was the question
0: again? Do you, do you see Pentagon? Is he on AEW a lot lately, or is he, is it just?
1: Uh, he just came he just came back on AEW. Okay. Um, he was stuck overseas for a little bit, but he just came back.
0: Okay, cool, dope. Uh, is he is he still is it still up to par?
1: Um, I don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> we'll figure we'll figure out at Fyter Fest um, when he does his eight man tag match. Uh. Tagging with Butcher and the Blade going against uh, the Young Bucks and the Revival. Uh, it's the revolt.
0: It's the revolt, bro. It's the revolt. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's FTR.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, Striker's killing me here on the commentary right after that really good sell at that point. Uh, <laughs> talking about his 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 son, talking about his life. Just I, like, thought,
1: <laughs> I, I, I thought the, I thought the son thing was a really cool line, but like. Him saying whatever,
0: uh, Ian kept calling him Ian,
1: (laughs) yeah, he kept calling him Ian, and then it was like something about like fighting on the streets to feel that (laughs) urge to get the blood rushing. and I was just like, all right, bro, I didn't like that.
0: (laughs) He he completely did not let the other guy talk, and I was like, all right, let the other guy talk a little bit. He's great. Um, belly to back, uh, suplex off the top rope from Vampiro, fucking hell, he is wild at this point, yeah.
1: For his first match back, my man went dummy.
0: <laughs> and it was funny because, like, you know, Pentagon's overselling. But it's funny to watch the belly-to-back suplex. And a little bit cringy because, of course, you know, that hurts. But, like, Pentagon does a whole flip. Uh, Vampiro just falls straight to the ground. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, he's Watley. Uh After this, Vampiro goes to Legend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I, my my two legend spot is the spot with the table.
0: <laughs> no, that's exactly what I'm talking about. He's going two legend with the fire and the burning table. Uh but then we I mean pretty much immediately from there uh Vampiro uh, gets countered by Pentagon gets choke slammed through the table is on mm-hmm. fire, rolls out uh the the ring rolls back in, gets pinned and uh Pentagon ends the match there. I went I, finish. I it, and I thought the finish was really I thought it was it felt kind of flat and I think it was because of him being on fire having to roll out of the ring and then roll back uh, in it was a it was a little bit clunky to me and and I know like it's because he was set on fucking fire but I feel like if, yeah. didn't do that, <laughs> if you were to do that spot where it we just end the match I thought that would have been more uh effectual for okay. me.
1: So, so this is probably how they would like easily fix it. Um, he does. He get. He goes put through the firing table. Pentagon pins him. Fast count. Spray that motherfucker town with the goddamn uh, fire extinguishers.
0: So he's not on fire for too long. Then <laughs> you risk killing. Then you, you risk killing him.
1: The, the, the ref fast count would be all right. Oh my god! He's gonna be on fire for three seconds. That's crazy. Hey man, you know what he signed up for.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, I, I went three and three fourths here. I think I went a little bit higher uh, back in the day when I saw it. And that's because like at that time, like it just blew my mind to see this. But I think now I might be a little bit desensitized. I think I think that um, the, the editing for me really cut it down a lot. But it, here it depends on what you came to see, because there was a lot of spectacle here. Um, and there was a lot of spectacle and editing the cover for Vampiro, but he made the best of it. And I thought that he looked really good out there.
1: Yeah, um, this is uh, the highlight match uh, that was on the Google Sheet, and uh, yeah, I'll probably uh, I'd probably give it like a four and a half. Like, uh, it w- it was good. I think the storytelling is a little like weird with like the whole master thing and like the post match stuff, but um, I-, I didn't notice too, like the the cuts didn't really like bother me, and like I understand its purpose for you know, uh, being there.
0: Yeah. But
1: uh, as far as, like, uh, a match, you know, coming back for whenever the hell, uh, how long he's been gone from the ring, I think this was a pretty good return. And he didn't beat Pentagon Jr.
0: Yeah, he didn't. Uh, yeah. So from from there, uh, Vampiro tells Pentagon to break his arm. Vampiro does so. And Vampiro then reveals himself as the master. I really like it. I think at the time I liked it. And I think I still like to hear really nice swerve. I enjoyed this back then. I, th- I thought it was really smart to have the final test be to beat the guy, you know, the, the you know, master, the yeah. Of the, yeah, the, the God of death matches. And, and they have that match there. And, um, I, I really enjoyed it. I love the visual at the end as well. It was really cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I, like that a lot. Um, I forget how they move forward with like, uh, Vampiro being all commentary and also being his, uh, his master, like sort of having a little bit of influence. I know that, uh, Pentagon jr, uh, gets like, uh, he gets some title opportunities or he becomes like a big focus on the show. Uh, and this is when he starts, uh, I believe that he starts wearing the all black, uh, that might be season three. I don't know, but, um, this was, this was good. They, they saw a lot in Pentagon jr.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, after this Pentagon, he went against Mil Mertes he broke Mertes. He, he broke Mertes. He turned face after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he challenged for the championship against Cueto. Uh, the the the, the storyline, uh, the brother of, of Dario Cueto in storyline. Uh, and he, he turned into Pentagon Dark after more training. He turned on Vampiro again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he ever became. No. Oh, he did. He did. He did. He, 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 oh, okay. he hes the one who sent. He sent uh Prince Puma to WWE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: My goat, but y'all should have yeah. went together. But uh,
0: I think yeah. was he the last? I think he it looks like he was the last. Uh, the last, which underground champion?
1: For real? Oh, that's crazy.
0: I think He might. He might have been. I don't know. We'll we'll I'll, I'll look it up after the Prince Puma match. Um, next sure. up, a seven way. <laughs> seven way match. For the inaugural Gift of the Gods championship, you had Phoenix, Aerostar, Bengala, Big Rick, Jack Evans, King Cuerno, and Sexy Star. Boy, oh boy, with Randy Orton and Edge hate this match. <laughs>
1: um, watching this match, I was just thinking of, like, how did all of you guys get into this match? Because uh, Bengala, this is only his third match in Lucha Underground. So yes. I was just like, how did you make it here? Um. I I remember Big Rick doing cool shit, but uh, I was just like, "How'd you get into this match?" Um,
0: well, he was a bodyguard, and he got into the match.
1: Yeah, but like I, I, I'm just thinking, like I, I forgot like the storyline, uh, like how he got like into the match. But um, I don't like this match.
0: <laughs> it wasn't very good. It, it was not very good. Um, I thought that it was. Again, too many people, and with the editing, it didn't allow mm-hmm. a lot of spots to breathe. There's a spot in the match where I believe it was uh, Arrowstar does a tope from the top of the arena onto everyone, and less than five seconds later, they're at Sexy Star in the Ring and they've all disappeared. Yeah. like you don't see anyone else. And, and I thought that for the time, I think that that might have been cool to just start, you know, get to spot to spot to spot. And that was the same issue I had with the Vampiro Pentagon match where. There was no time to breathe. I could barely see any selling, whatsoever, and, and it seemed to me it was like a clip show, like it was like getting the best spots hey. so And uh, and I guess
1: that works in Van, uh, I guess that works in Vampiro's favor because you know they probably like cut it like cut out a lot of him just like probably just irking in pain and you know stuff like that. But here, it, it, it doesn't work here with everybody moving like a million miles per hour. Uh, and it's like car crash after car crash after car crash. Uh, a lot of topes, a lot of dives. I think uh, King now has like, he does the best one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where he just just straight at him and just gets mad far. Uh,
0: uh, we've yet to see him do that in NXT yet, I think. That that very yeah. fast, uh, very fast <laughs> suicide. Oh, he's
1: murdering somebody on the plexiglass. <laughs> 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 uh it and, and, and NXC, that man going right through that shit. But um Yeah, um this is similar uh when me and uh MJ when we did the the triple A uh Triple Mania sh- uh spot callers episode, like it it, ha- it kind of just has similar problems that I have with the most uh lucha ground multi man matches where it's just like dive after, dive after dive after dive after dive and then somebody gets pinned at some
0: point, but it doesn't really matter. But here, I mean, in between that, you had a you had so many storylines in between. You had Marty the Moth against Sexy Star. He's not even in the match. Very weird uh, point here, uh, where where it's like literally three to four minutes of just them fucking around until she gets taken out. Um, and then you have Davari. You have a big uh, heat up spot where it's like he's not very good. He he wasn't really good in WWE. <laughs> and he's here and he just he just moves so slow and and I thought that it was a weird um weird chemistry there with him there. I
1: I like how he teased like I'm going to do a dive and then everybody just beats the shit out of him and then he never really got to do the dive. And no. I was just like that's a that, that, that's a missed opportunity. If anybody needed to do that dive, it was him cuz he mm-hmm. already teased it and I'm pretty sure the crowd would have went stupid for it. <laughs>
0: That's just a crowd losing spot. But he's not he's a heel though. Well, I mean, it doesn't even matter. He should have just did it anyway. Yeah. Feel, it's one of these matches on this show where I feel like the fans in attendance, I'm not sure how that how they taped these shows or how they how they edited them down, but I feel like the fans probably got a better uh better idea of what that match was than we did at home. And it was probably way better live than it was uh just just shot back at us. But um Phoenix hits Jack Evans with the fire driver for the win uh i I went three and a half for it Uh, i thought it was fine there was a lot of foolishness in the middle sexy star had way too much focus for someone who's like not as good as the other women i know in the promotion at that time but uh the end was good i thought i thought jack evans and phoenix was was really great they always have great chemistry and uh they have really great matches together next up uh probably the worst match on the show (laughs)
1: oh man honestly we can skip this but uh the (laughs) the seven way i give it like three stars but this shit here nah we could we could dead skip this Um, uh
0: blue demon versus blue demon junior
1: uh texano they were fighting for uh who's the best in mexico
0: Chavo comes in does the interference blue demon clearly old as shit (laughs) so like there's no reason why these matches should be going that long uh but yeah like you said chavo comes in uh for interference after a blue blue demons uh goons try and team up on Tejano. uh and they they turn the chavo turns on on him and uh yeah one star <laughs> it was 3 minutes it was a 3 minute match so uh
1: i i give this one a sleep bro <laughs> <laughs> let me get a quick 3 minute nap uh the the shenanigans start far too quick they i don't they didn't even entertain the thought of having a wrestling match
0: well i mean blue uh, dragon or blue game is really old like he, he he definitely cannot go at that point
1: fuck it you know uh edit around it bruh! like you different vampiro the hell? Ain't no excuses here <laughs> oh my god um, and then uh it, it it goes into the um the war in mexico storyline so like but I, I just don't think like this match was like really pointless. Like this is literally the war on Mexico shit. Could have like been on night one. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Yeah. Uh, th- I don't know if he returns after this. I can't see anything else. Texano from him.
1: or Blue Demon.
0: Yeah, Blue Demon. I don't think he comes back after this. He. Mm-hmm, I, th- he no, I, don't think so. I think he. I think he went back to AAA right uh, shortly after this because he was getting his ass whipped by uh, Mil Mertes during this season. I remember that. <laughs> um. Next up. Main event time for the Lucha Underground Championship: Mil Murtes with Katrina versus Prince Puma. Really good match. This should have been the showcase match here. This should have been what yeah. we had to watch. Uh, let I mean, let's just be clear. Mill is like the Brock of Lucha Underground at that point. He was the and big guy, and he
1: he was it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> when when uh when he came out for his entrance, I was just like, oh shit! Like I, it just like instantly like my memory just like. Shot up and remembered how like great this like uh Mil Mortis is in the ring and I love uh I love like his uh his gimmick where he has like uh his dark I, like it's I don't want to say dark order because it you know it predates it but um <laughs> man, he he had a stranglehold like uh his demons or whatever uh his lackeys won the uh, the trios titles which was yeah. cool yeah they were a really good not- tournament.
0: I think they won it on night one, I think. Uh that week before. Right. Um, yeah. there was the grave consequences casket match, which Ooh. I thought was really good. He and Phoenix had one of the I think one of the best feuds of that year. Um, but it was really weird. They kind of like blew it there because it Katrina was like mid-season. Had, well, yeah, well, they they basically killed off Mil Murtes mid-season, but Katrina had turned on Mill and then she went back to him and resurrected him after that.
1: Yeah, um, wow! <laughs> she had to turn on Phoenix so he could rise from the dead, bro. Oh my god, my mind's blown.
0: Wow, four <laughs> D chess, bro. 4D chess.
1: <laughs> they was playing four D chess at, <laughs> at so the l Ray
0: Network. I I I think this match is spectacular. Um. Really good, really good chemistry between these two. Um, I, I I think even with the editing there, which was some of it was noticeable, the, you didn't really feel like you missed a lot even with the commercial breaks. Uh, this move this yeah. went around seventeen minutes. Um, there was an excellent spot uh, toward the beginning where um, uh, Mill had hit Puma with a chair shot during a, during a tope just to take control of the match. And there was a lot of like to me, I, I think it did a flip on the David David and Goliath trope where. Mm-hmm. This allowed Poon to still be that that smaller, uh, more nimble guy, but he still got his against Mill as well to make him look strong.
1: Yeah, he he got a lot of offense uh, in that match, and it it he looked really good in there. And it's just like, uh, man, what if he got what if he got that much offense against Brock?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, said the, I said the same thing. You know what else I was thinking? <laughs> you know what else I was thinking here? What if Ricochet just wore a mask? <laughs> what if he just wore a mask? I-, I bet you if just he wore like a mask, <laughs> he would be way more, more popping on Raw if he wore a mask.
1: Yeah. Well, and, like, L- Lucha Underground really, like, skirted around, like, not having him talk at all. He had, he had Conan. He had Conan. Yeah. Conan was doing a lot of uh, heavy lifting there, and it was just like, man, y'all, hey, man. Um, Bruce, he might
0: want to give this nigga a manager, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: man hasn't been on TV since, like, March?
0: <laughs> he hasn't been on TV since, I think, like, May 7th or 8th or something like that. It's been a while since Ricochet's been on TV, but yeah. um, he's, he's the Lucha Underground champion here. Uh, some really great spots as well. Uh, the spirit through the ropes into the table looked like it really hurt because they kind of missed – uh, the table yeah. a little bit
1: yeah they they land on like like uh on Inside. like under the edge of the table where yeah. the legs are and then Mill is just like oh man man this shit gonna break <laughs> <laughs> and then he picks up prince and then power bombs him through the table i was just like yeah that's how you do it bro
0: uh, there was also a really cool spot where he uh before that where he grabs katrina and uh uses her to hit um mill it's a little it's a little hokey it's a little like mm-hmm. unreal but i thought it was really dope that they that you know we don't see a lot of like like imagine like uh them doing that to like uh zelina or something like that that would be really yeah. that would be a really dope spot um then you you have the the 6 spots like toward the end like the last the last half the of the match clean two man. one clean one mill kicks out which of course leads you to believe at that point that okay his resurrection has given him he, superhuman powers because no one kicked yeah. out the six thirty. Yeah.
1: Uh nobody kicked out the six thirty at the time and uh Katrina is just like holding the
0: rock. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, let, let, let the power flow through him, you know. Uh and, and then, then
0: uh after another uh, six thirty uh,
1: kicks out of uh kicks out of the um the flatliner yeah the flatliner so like this is the first time each person has like kicked out of uh, each other's finishers. Right. So it kind of yeah. made him like even
0: And then there was a spot where they get to the top rope. Uh, Puma gets caught up in the ropes. And Mill hits him with a top rope flatliner to finish the match. Uh, I went for a fourth on this. I really, really, I really like this match. It got them both over as really strong characters. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, subverting that David and Goliath trope. Uh, I mean, you saw you saw Puma get like the 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 rolling suplexes off on mill. Uh, you saw Puma get his finisher off on him. You saw him get a lot of offense off on Mill. Uh, and to that point, no one was really dominating him like that on the show. Yeah. And it was really important that we you saw that like even with Puma, you know, even with Conan not in Puma's corner, he was still able to to take the fight to Mill. And I thought it was a really good story.
1: Yeah, uh, I definitely like the Skew a lot. Um, I I like these two were like my favorite in Lucha Underground uh, at the time, and like watching this match, it it really made me just really want to watch the uh, the whole season again. Uh,
0: me too. Honestly, I want to catch season three because mm-hmm. um, I I there's so much that I missed after season two. Uh, and I I want to catch I, I really want to catch that that kill shot Ar Fox match. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna look for it after <laughs> after we're done here, but uh I, again, really strong main event. I, I think this this proved that Lucha Underground like at the time, that roster was like even though it wasn't like a WWE roster, it was like filled with so much talent that was yeah. just on the cusp of becoming really really big at that time. And you know this you know shows like this proved it.
1: Yeah, um, just just think just think about a lot of people that were on the roster at that time. Where you have Prince Puma, uh, King Cuerno, Kill Shot, Phoenix, Pentagon Junior, Johnny Mundo, uh, and Angel- uh, Angelico. Like roster was stacked, man. Um, Crazy. And then uh, they they had like uh, some other people in their women's division, but like Sexy Star was like kind of the focus of that. But like, yeah. They had a lot. They they had a lot of talent going on there, and it was good to see uh, a lot of these people in good places.
0: Um, after this, uh, after season two, uh, it was said that Katrina, or Kat- Katrina said that Conan, who was Prince Puma's valet, had died after being closed in a casket, <laughs> which really meant that Conan was written off the show. And he yeah. revealed, he revealed later on that he had left AAA and Lucha Underground um and after that it was also said that as i had the question about blue demon yes he had left the company as well along with alberto de, uh el patron not too I, I wouldn't say too too many bad losses i think for puma probably a really bad loss for conan because conan was kind of like the guy that you know w- was carrying the flag for lucha underground for a while when it first started and then he just, he just yeah. dipped.
1: And then uh Prince Puma really needed a valet. Um I'm curious who was his valet after this or like what he uh what he did after. I'm, I'm just unsure. But um
0: I don't think that he, he
1: needed that man.
0: <laughs> uh, he he was a Rey Mysterio after that.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> a really good uh a really good replacement. But yeah, um Rico- Ricochet need a valet, bro. Even Lucha Underground knew that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, uh, he, he would go on to challenge Johnny Mundo for the Lucha Underground Championship uh, where he put his career on the line. He won the title but immediately afterwards uh, Pentagon Dark, as I said earlier in the show, challenged him with the gift of the God's Champion, saying that the loser of the match would be forced to retire. Pentagon won the match with help from Vampiro and he ended Prince Puma's Lucha Underground career. Well, Which is and actually crazier than that, in his contract, Puma slash Ricochet could not appear on television for another company until season three had been aired. So that is why it took him so long to sign with WWE, because yeah. that, that season didn't end until 2017, 16 months after it was taken.
1: And uh, Ricochet was very vocal about it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. he was. He, he, was uh, he was talking about it a lot. Even on Twitter, he, he had a couple comments about it. Yeah. Kind of insane, but, I mean, you know, all, all the better. I, I think that Ricochet came into the WWE at the at the right time, um, at the peak, I mean, really at the peak of NXT or the, the new generation of NXT at that time. He came in during uh, TakeOver um New Orleans. That was his first match there, so. Good start. <laughs> Very good start. I, I'd say a five-star match is a great way to start your career <laughs> in WWE for sure. Uh yeah. but Ultima Lucha 1, part two. Really, really fun, fun, fun show to watch. Uh, I, I definitely uh you owe it to yourself to track this one down. I, I think of course the standout matches here are Pentagon Junior versus Vampiro and the main event, but I, I think that you know you, you can't go wrong with it with the seven-way, there is some good stuff there. But uh, absolutely skip the Blue Demon match, and you know your mileage may, <laughs> your mileage may vary with the Johnny Mundo Patron stuff. But uh, I thought a really good show overall.
1: Yeah, really, really great show overall. Um, when uh, Gavin uh, originally recommended this, I was just like, "Oh yeah, watch the Underground again." No, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> and ain't no issue. And now I have to rewatch the whole season. I'm probably gonna like watch all of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna watch more Lucha Underground. I, I think I, I miss it. it, it was a good show. I, I miss that type yeah. of stuff. But the thing about it is, like, we still get that influence right now today. I mean, uh, Stadium Stampede, uh, Boneyard match, uh, F- Firefly Funhouse match, you got a Swamp match coming up. There's still that cinematic thing going on in pro wrestling right now, even more so while we're in this COVID era of programming. So, um, I mean the 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 legacy lives on with lucha underground in in a lot of ways
1: yeah and then uh uh, seeing a lot of these guys being good places uh after the show
0: absolutely for sure um that is it for this episode of spot callers we will be back next month with what show cyrus do you know yet no
1: i'm not sure yet (laughs) (laughs) uh figure it out i'm if I can track down a lot more, uh, a lot of these submissions, even though the link asks you to link the match um, <laughs> or link the show, um, I- I'll find something.
0: Okay. Please, please find it uh, until then. We'll let you guys know when the show airs, what we'll be watching, but you can always follow us at RNC radio live. Follow me at OG Johnny five and Cyrus at H underscore visibility on Twitter Twitter. Thank you to the to the Kid Galvin for this recommendation. And, of course, you can always send the recommendations out to Cyrus as well uh, for, for what to watch. So until then, till next month, really. Wow. We're almost at the end of summer. It's kind of crazy. We're all in the house. This year is disgusting. Man. I know. <laughs> it's really crazy. Uh, please be safe. Please wash your hands. Please don't do anything that we wouldn't do. Till then, peace out. what's going on everyone and welcome back to spot callers the show where we take you off the beaten path of all the latest and greatest pro wrestling i'm justin here with cyrus and we have a special uh listener request episode this is long overdue